Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. I know it's hard, but we're still on the hunt for promotion and there's a lot to be positive about, I promise. I'm Charles and with me to try and get a hold on our emotions are Neil Edgerton Scott and Danny Brothers. Hello guys, you okay? Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this might not be as jovial as it was last week no. define okay Charles. yeah that's that's uh, a great question to start with yeah okay define okay um you're all still alive you're all still Off well yeah. yeah um have you stopped crying yes just but just. i've got a counseling session on tuesday and my counselor is a bristol rovers fan which oh you're kidding fun. No, he, he actually is. We we talk about it before and after every session. Oh no! <laughs> Feel like that might be. The he's going to be session. ready. I might need to book an extra hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's, is it a face to face thingy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's got his Bristol Rover shirt on, Danny. <laughs> I I I reckon you turned up there, right? And and if he mentions, if he starts talking about football, you can just go, don't. I, I might I, bring, <laughs> I might bring a small child from Scunthorpe with me. <laughs> goal keeper? Goal, Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh dear. dear bloody nora it's so nora. ridiculous isn't it i mean if we start with the with the positives which was that actually up until what about 20 to 5 something like that it was a cracking day it was a wonderful day i enjoyed it immensely I enjoyed seeing lots and lots of different people, including you, Neil. You were up there with your family. That was nice to see you all before the game. And we all had a a nice drink and uh, a chat, didn't we, with some of our fan club slackers. That was good. Uh, Neil went in a caravan. Neil did go in a caravan. Uh, Is there a special caravan section, Charles, on the running order? Um, It's called the John Joe, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, we can go straight there if you'd like, Neil. Yeah, can we? I, I, I want to hear like about the caravan. An audible tour of your caravan, please. Yes. Come on. Is the 
I mean, you know what caravans are. There's not much <laughs> of a there's not much of a tour to do. You say that, but I I went to when I went to the um I went to, down to Cornwall to watch the Euros final with my best mate last year. Um, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I hadn't been in a caravan for years. So when I turned up there and I saw what caravans are now like, it blew my mind. <laughs> oh yeah, so we had we had a TV and everything. Wow. Yeah. Modern <laughs> modern technology, eh? Toilet. But there's actual space as well. Yeah, to be fair, it was quite spacious. Yeah. Could just swing a cat in there. It was right by a lovely little lagoon. Oh, nice. Ooh, lagoon. A lagoon on one side, a mountain on the other. Beautiful. Oh, nice. Of course, it was absolutely hammering it down. Because Was it yeah. in Barrow itself? It was not, actually. It was in a, a little place uh, near a place called Milom. It was uh, Port Haverig. Oh, very nice. About 40 minutes it was from Barrow. Okay. Tremendous. Tremendous time. Did you have a kettle? Yes, and a microwave. Mm -hmm. Built in. What was was, was for dinner on Friday? Friday. So we did did that beautiful thing of doing a pre-shot before we went. A pre-shop, did you say? Or a shop? pre-shop, yeah, a pre-shop. And oh, it wasn't like shop. just a quick tequila before you left? Yeah, no? No. yeah. Well, that's how I start every morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got up there and realised we'd forgotten a load of stuff, of course. Um, mm. So I went to the local co-op. Uh, what did we have? We had many snacks, lots of bowls of crisps and sweets and stuff, and then we had a, a little pesto pasta dish. Oh, nice. Very nice. Get that in there. Tremendous, it was. Lovely. Played lots of games of cars, lots of board games. Mm. <laughs> Settled like off. Finished finish Friday evening with Pitch Perfect on ITV2. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, nice. Did you have a, a round of uh, these sheep are, these, these cows are small, these are far away? <laughs> Did not. We should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. It, lovely it was. I tell you what, it's a nice little area, actually. And I say that. Because Barrow is not a nice little town. No, I've not. just been hearing, I've hearing Charles's tales of pre-match and post-match. And oh, Barrow what a does horrible not, place. Barrow does not seem like the place of the, you want to go to. It, I enjoyed it. Can, can I literally just say this? So we got off the train. So I, I went up on the train and um, I had to change at Lancaster. And I got the 11 o'clock from Lancaster to Barrow, which is an hour long on the train. And there train were loads of Cobblers fans already there. Yeah, there were loads of loads of Cobbler fans getting the same train. And we got on. Everyone was in really good spirits. Um, I met Mitch Pinnock's dad. That was fun. <laughs> and uh, Pinnock Senior gave us all a bit of a sing-song before the game, which oh, was he absolutely did, he lovely. Did, uh, a song about oh, did Mitch he? Pinnock, didn't he? He did do a song about Mitch Pinnock. He actually... So hard, basically, he? Yeah, well, this is it, right? So we ended up... So where I was... When I boarded the train, there weren't enough seats, so I just stood near the doors where I'd got on. And it turned out that that was basically right next to Mr. Pinnock. So after um, well, he was talking, he was on the phone for a bit. Anyway, once he was uh, no longer doing other things, I just turned around and said, are you Mitch Pinnock's dad by any chance? And he just sort of went, uh, yeah, how how do you know that? And I went, well, I I saw a little video uh, <laughs> yesterday of you singing. Um, can I just say I'm quite disappointed you haven't brought your guitar? Um, and we had a nice chat, and then I introduced him to Tom Cliff, and we all had a nice chat. And then Tom basically told the entire carriage that it was Mitch Pinnock's dad. So, <laughs> of course, what happened next was the entire carriage of Cobblers fans started singing, Pinnock, give us a song. <laughs> which nice. was great so he did he gave us a he gave us a rendition of the song that he'd put on his instagram nice. um about mitchy pins a cobbler it's um, all about the gram isn't it it was all about the gram yeah. and um that was fun anyway what, where, what i was actually saying was when we got off the train literally we walked out of the train station in barrow and immediately there wasn't even a second between us stepping outside and off of the train platform and station when Barrow's a shithole we want to go home started sipping so <laughs> literally we had walked out of the doors and bang there it was the timing was perfection it was but, very good it, all, <laughs> and so all, true all well that's the thing all away fans sing that like, wherever yeah. they go mm-hmm. such and such we we talked about it on the way up actually I was explaining to the weirdly I was explaining the song to the kids which mm. is a strange thing to explain to kids <laughs> um, and 
uh, when we got to Barrow, I was like, this is the one place I think where that hundred percent rings true. Yeah. <laughs> it, you, we drive. So we drove from the place we were staying into Barrow. And as soon you literally, it's honestly, it's ridiculous. You literally pass a sign saying, welcome to Barrow. The next thing you see is an absolutely ginormous industrial plant with smoke billowing out of it. Some ridiculously old looking houses that essentially look like they're from a 1960s TV show. Uh, it's just horrible. There was nothing endearing at all about Barrow itself as a place to visit. Don't ever go there. I remember singing that song at Bristol Rovers and feeling really ironic that I was walking back <laughs> to my house in Bristol after singing that song. <laughs> my house is a shit hole. Yeah, I want to go, go back. Oh, <laughs> shit. Ah, fucker. Oh, funny. Oh. The thing was, was that apart from the uh, Year 6 Brigade, um, <laughs> as I'm going to refer to them as, um, I mean, they're essentially, weirdly, none of them look like goths, but they all liked black, didn't they? Um, oh, they were. That was honest <laughs> to God. We were all honest. in the Weatherspoons, including Neil and I, and then all of a sudden a loud bang happened, and genuinely it sounded like a bomb had gone off and everyone just sort of started going, what the... Was that, that the Russians? Yeah. <laughs> we that's, like, what it was, that's what it sounded like. What's going on? Genuinely, we thought maybe one of the nuclear things had gone off in Barrow. But uh, <laughs> we were like, what's going And then all of a sudden, what, about 20 to 30, would you say, Neil? 20-odd. 20 20-odd. 20 most of which were about 11 or 12. At most. At most. Oh. Couple, I mean, essentially, it was, was a school was, trip out, wasn't it? Because there, there were a was, couple of old men. With them. There was 18, probably 7 to 12-year-olds. Yeah. And then there was two 55 to 60-year-olds with them. <laughs> it was such All dressed range. the same, by the way. All of them, all dressed exactly the same. Yeah, Stone Island gear, you know. Yeah, um, well, not Stone Island gear. I don't know. I think it was Primark with uh, oh, was a print it? off of oh. the Stone Island badge stuck on. Oh, love it. <laughs> like you used to get yeah, in the margin. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like Bone Island. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been there once. <laughs> I don't think we all have, Danny. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to use that line. Sorry, <laughs> we've lost Neil. I'm going to message you. Come to <laughs> Just next to Centre Parks. I'm going. To, I'll tell you what. I'll live pod it. I'll message her, and then when, when and if she responds, I'll let you know. Yes, oh, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, they all come round the corner, don't they? All giving it the big and basically trying to invite us outside. Um, to banging I, on I, the windows, yeah. They? I, I mean, I presume what they wanted to do was play a game of snakes and ladders with us. Um, I don't know what else that they hide, hide and seek, I think hide, hide and seek, right? Yeah, um, British bulldog, maybe, yeah, um, hide the sausage, <laughs> tiddly wings, kids. Tiddly wings yeah. um, same thing, yeah, um. So yeah, it it was rather odd. Oh, and I've got a reply from Polly. Have you? Does it does it end with off? <laughs> for for fuck's sake, Neil! I've just come out of meditation to this. <laughs> Marvelous. Um, oh yeah, it was just everybody else was that I met in Barrow. They they were all you know nice people and you know happy to have a chat and happy to let us just be there doing what we were doing. And then there were these kids that just wanted a fight the and thing is they oh. zero interest in the football no what was that they had zero interest in the football they had zero interest in anything at all apart from being just general herberts yeah by the way wickham have beaten milton Keynes dons in the second leg no, fabulous and are, there any, to Wembley, are there any mk fans crying right now um because that's showing me right up there's a couple just ripping off their MK shirt. and oh, no. oh, they've got a Luton one underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Marvellous. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they were a group of a group of what I would call morons, and I mean actual morons. Mm. There wasn't no, you just don't use moron as a bit of a job. Oh, don't be a moron. But they were actual morons. No brain cells between them. Just looking to cause problems and to cause trouble for no reason apart from just just. Look at us. We're a bunch of idiots. There's nothing to gain from it. It was quite funny, actually, because there was a, a group of, like, Cobblers fans drinking in the pub around the corner from the Weatherspoons um, that I would call more of the lad-type ones, you know, bigger boys, if you will. Um, and this group were obviously going towards them. As soon as 
that cobbler's group looked like they might want a bit of it, that group suddenly turned around and quickly bolted. Is that when they came back to the Weatherspoons, is it? That's when they came back past the Weatherspoons because <laughs> nice. okay. a couple of those Cobblers fans had left the outdoor bar area and were advancing. Not in any they were just they were just saying, Look, we're here, we're not we're not yeah. going anywhere, come on then. And then they thought, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So legged it. Mm. Everyone looks sad outside the Weatherspoons, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even a nice Weatherspoons. Oh, Mark, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. No, that's an oxymoron in itself. <laughs> the toilets were on the ground floor, Neil. I mean, that is the Good height point. of luxury. Yeah, you didn't, in a you didn't need a plane ticket. No, exactly. That's a height of luxury. I enjoyed it. What made it funny for me was I, obviously, I smoke. I don't mind admitting that. So I thought I'll nip into the beer garden for a cigarette. Mm. Asked the, the, said no smoking in the beer garden. I was like, that's a bit strange. So I asked the guy that was out there working, yeah. can I smoke out here? No, mate, you have to go out the front. Oh, right. Okay. I assume mm-hmm. I can't take my beer out the front. Oh, yeah. No, you can take your beer onto the street. That's fine. <laughs> and I was right. like, is that a bit backwards? And he was like, yeah, well, it's north, isn't it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Literally what he said. Fair enough. Barrel. Um, yeah, welcome to Barrel. And then, so the game itself, I thought yeah, we, we played. Have to do, Charles. Well, I, I, just, I just want to say that like, I do think everybody, and, and this includes me, obviously, we're all down in the dumps about what happened. But the game itself, we were we were great, especially in that first half. There's no real reason well, you know? why we shouldn't be going into the playoffs feeling really positive about our chances. Because we've played really well. We, we are the form team going into the playoffs, so we should feel positive. We should feel good about it. It's, mm. it's a complete shitter how it's ended up us being in the playoffs rather than being promoted automatically. But we should at least sort of see the fact that we won that game comfortably. And, you know, that's the first time Barrow have lost at home while Phil Brown's been in charge. It's... I think it's the second that, time, isn't it? Oh, is it the second? At home? I didn't Port Vale beat them there. I don't know. Um, maybe either way. But either it's way, a it's a good yeah. result. Also, you know, Barrow have not conceded more than three goals at home all season. So we've matched their worst defeat, I believe. Um, most teams go there and when they win, they only win by a goal. We put three past them in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think, look, you know, look, there's a lot of, and we've done it, we had a chat about it on the WhatsApp group, didn't we, about the Scunthorpe team and all that sort of stuff. But actually, you know, look, I think at the end of it, you have to just hold your hands up and say, look, we did best we could. It's a great result away from home, 3-1, equivalent of 2-0, meaning Bristol Rovers needed to score seven. They did. That's what happened. Move on. Playoffs is still a good outcome. Like you say, Charles, we're on form. We're flying. The only worry is little Johnny Max dead. <laughs> I, 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 I know because we've not we've only seen him in the pizza cup, haven't we? And Yeah, and he made a clanger. <laughs> Robert made a clanger. Robert made a clanger early doors in that Barrow game. He, he got extra to Wembley. He got away he? with it, though, didn't he? Well, he did get away with it, but I mean... You know. So you can't be a clanger if you get away with it. Oh, I count. don't know. I don't know. It count. <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> I oh, still count it. <laughs> have you seen the replay of the sending off at all? Uh, yes, I have. Was it Close. definitely out of the area? It, it, oh, it's, it was definitely it's not, it's not like one of those where you go, oh, that's uh, potentially, you know controversial decision he's definitely outside of his area definitely yeah. by a good couple of yards there's no question about it it's one of those where essentially if he doesn't do what he's done then we lose or you know potentially you know they're probably going to score from that because the ball's going over Robbo's head and, and there's a, yeah. a Barrow attacker there empty goal he's more than likely going to score so that then means that we're going to have to score twice to even stand a chance so he's taken one for the team to try and win us that promotion. Um, but it is only a one-game ban, isn't it? And so. it is only one-game ban. So we'll only miss the first leg of the playoffs. I don't think that we've got anything to worry straight. about with Johnny Max. Then. I really don't. Into the cauldron at Field Mill. Uh, it is a bit. <laughs> I think we're going to show how much we rely on our defence as well now with little Johnny Max in goal. I mean, he yeah. is competent, isn't he? And let, let's yeah, look, he's, 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 he's not he's, Jonathan he's not, Mitchell. He's not Jonathan Mitchell. He's not... Um, I mean, actually, we're going to see, it's going to come full circle that what, what um, 
the guy said at the start of the preseason Q and A about the yeah. two goalkeepers. Yeah, we're yeah. actually going to find out. Um, but it's got its chance. That's what you have a backup goalkeeper for, right? I think what Roberts did in at the time, I was fuming at him. I was like, "What are you doing, you idiot? You just cost us the, the playoffs as well because you're going to miss the whole playoffs." Because it's one game, it's not so bad. I kind of hindsight, yeah. In hindsight, I think what he was doing was trying to win the game, which I think mm-hmm. the whole thing about it was we're trying to win that game. The whole thing yeah. that John Brady would have said to him, Colin Calder would have said to him, just go and win and yeah. win well. And we'd started to do that. We went 3 0 up. I think the hard thing is the fact that we went 3 0 up in 20 minutes, 22 yeah. minutes, yeah. whatever it was. That made it so much harder to come down from because I was, I was singing in, in my little office thing. I was going mad saying, like, there's no chance they're going to score like eight goals at that point when we're 3 0 up. Mm. We're going to score more. We just look like we're going to go and score four or five, don't we? It's. It's it just one of them. It's that late in Orient all over again. It's just every time we went forward, looked like we we're going to score. Um, it's that difficult it's, thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like if you're 3-0 up, it is that. It mm. was like we, we seem to have these little purple spells in a game where mm. we just fly at people and everything seems to fall our way and stuff. But and you can't do that over 90 minutes. It's just... Yeah, it's, no, it's unless, you're playing a, unless you're playing a team of under 18. I mean, look, the, um, the, the goal that we concede, it's a cracking corner. And I mean, header, wasn't it? actually, having watched the highlights, they had another one in the second half where they hit the bar. Mm. Yeah. Exactly the same corner routine. Right, they, it's a great, it's a great corner. corner yeah. Really there, was, there was no way that. But I mean, if they don't score. At that point, because it was quite close to half time, wasn't it? When yeah, Barrow scored yeah. their their goal, and I just think that regardless of whether they'd scored or not, Phil Brown changed their tactics and he, he gave them a kick up the arse at half time. But he did they, it before. Oh well, yeah, and but yeah, exactly. And he made he, a sub, didn't he? That changed it a mm, little bit. He, he definitely did, well. did I said change that. it, and he did, and they did get into the game then. And then, of course, yeah. we were on the back foot for the majority of the second half. But we changed it as well. I think originally we started four three three, then went to like a a back three with wing backs, and yeah, that's you know, I mean, I think Phil Brown said in his like post match interview that it was a a real tactical battle between the the sort of two sets of coaches because they were. I think Phil Brown said he did four different formations four different mm. sets of tactics throughout the game because John Brady was doing that himself and therefore, you know, they were constantly trying to get one up on each other through change of formation, change of style and and, and all this that and the other. So I do think that I know that there are people out there that have sort of said that we sat back and that we tried to just sort of go, well, 3-1 is good. I mean, in fairness, 3-1 is a great result away from home. You do that anywhere else at any other time of the season and we're all happy as Larry. We've won 3-1 away from home. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. It's only because of the fact that in the other game that we've got no control over whatsoever, an absolute ridiculous fluke happens where Bristol Rovers go and score seven, exactly the number that they needed to do. It's just... I don't, I don't, I don't think you can level anything at at the Cobblers on Saturday. They did no. what they needed to do. They won yeah. 3-1. It was a good performance. It, it, look, it, even when we needed to score, there was a couple of chances. I thought Hoskins yeah, Hoskins had better with a header. Mm-hmm. It might have been Hoskins twice, actually, I think. I think there was still scope. Um, at that point, I'll be honest, in, in the home end, I'd given myself away massively by that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at which point did it, did it turn? Well, when we scored, what did you do? Uh, I, did, I did the old silent, celebration but i think yeah. i was pretty obvious i turned around and my fists were clenched and stuff yeah and like we were fist bumping and stuff so yeah. i don't think it was you know the, the the barrow fans next to us and stuff and near us were well, we were talking to them they were fine and stuff. but the one of them yeah. was a he, he kept saying we're gonna ruin your day even when it was three <laughs> one he was like we're gonna ruin your day and at the end he was like i told you we'd ruin your day like, well you didn't did <laughs> yeah you, you didn't <laughs> it was bristol rovers you yeah. rolled over for us thanks scunthorpe under eights yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah but i mean yeah the last 10 minutes we, we just said well screw it let's start like because we were right at the front and mm. we had a couple of throw-ins and we were saying Pinnock, come on we need a goal we need a goal yeah but to be honest they looked like they, they looked they looked a bit like they had nothing left. 
Yeah. Like it, it felt like they they obviously knew the message had got across mm. from they could tell from the you know the Barrow fans singing about Bristol Rovers that I'm sure that the bench had told them and stuff mm. looked like it just knocked the wind out of them completely really although you know they still gave it a go right to the end but it you could just see on their faces a little bit like, it's like it's one of them, what more do we have to do kind of thing yeah it was that it's it's like I just felt it you know as well as soon as Bristol Rovers got to I think it was two 0 at half time wasn't it and I was thinking mm. oh you know we were right here we we we're matching them. Absolutely fine. Nothing's going to go wrong. As soon as it gets to four or five, you, you start getting that sinking feeling and you start this. It's going to happen. It, it's, yeah. you, you just know they're going to score what they need mm-hmm. to score. They like they pitch invade or they assume to try and delay their game to finish after ours. Oh, that's orchestrated. I know I yeah. can't prove yeah, it, yeah. but that's definitely orchestrated. Yeah. Yeah, it, absolutely. And I get a feeling if we'd have scored again, the, the last 10 minutes, they go and score another one because they know yeah. they have to. But, but it turned on to the Radio Northampton and, and I followed turned on to the Bristol Rovers commentary to finish the game. Um, and you could tell they're just strolling around with it. They said, yeah. oh, Scunthorpe are not offering anything. But they could have, you, you could tell they could have gone and got another one if they needed to. So it's more than likely it wouldn't have mattered anyway. It, and I could kind of tell why, like understand it a little bit why we were trying to defend as well. Because obviously if Barry score, then it screws us over anyway. So yeah, well, we, like, we, we couldn't, we couldn't do mu- that much more than we. You, no, you can't. You've seen some stuff being leveled at like, you know, why don't we just keep going for it and stuff hmm. and all that sort of like, you, it's not, it's difficult. You can't in that situation. Bristol Rovers had no choice. That's, they literally just had to go and score yeah. as many goals as they, it's very different. Yeah. It's a completely different game plan. But it, hmm. when it was, 3-0 and especially when it went to 3-1 you don't want to concede another one because that make like you say that makes it one less that Bristol have got to get yeah yeah if we could have nixed another one or another two obviously it would have been great but it's that fine balance isn't it I don't mm. think I don't think the, the, the team or the, the management or the decisions no. really I think you can maybe question why they took off FPO I mean I know he was starting to be less effective but he was the one person we've got with a bit of pace and trickery mm. but it got, it got a little bit disjointed after that didn't it yeah it did Danny Rose um, came on way too early for, for my liking yeah but, but I get that, it again it wasn't sticking up front either no, it was yeah. and, and just that was bouncing it, and coming it? back yeah. so yeah. again he, he, that's, and, and to give Danny Rose his due when he wasn't on the floor he did win a few headers and stuff so mm. I don't know it's, and hey I, I think he, it's, got, he got a clean sheet Hey, yeah, he did. Yeah, Brilliant. as many as many clean sheets as goals. As <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, on the basis of it, look at the league table. I've got eighty points. We're finished fourth, four points off the top, which is ludicrous to think now. But we finished four points off the top. We finished eighty points. We we couldn't have expected a lot more from the season. Hey. I don't think we did expect a lot more from the season. Well, it's just so happens that. You know the biggest travesty out of all of this. Yeah. I had us down to finish third, if you remember right. Oh, you did, did. yeah. Did. yeah. Absolute yeah. travesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, it's one of them. You, the, you my... can't do it. Look, you know, you, you, you the, the, the Saturday, was it was annoying. It was frustrating. I'm over yeah. it. It happened. That's football. These sort of things do happen from time to time. Freak things yeah. like that happen and stuff. If you want to pick holes, you know, look, we drew nil-nil with Scunthorpe. Yeah. It never have happened, right? There's a couple of other... Lost where we've dropped points. We? And, yeah, so there's other points. But over the whole season, it's been a good season. We're mm. still in the mix. Can we beat Mansfield? Yes. Can we beat Port Vale? Yes. Can we beat Swindon? Yes. So I think, you know, we've got to look forward now. Big game, Saturday at 7.45. What a time. Yeah, prime time. <laughs> After the FA Cup final, yeah. Prime time. Oh, is it... <laughs> Is it after the Lord Mayor show? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, that's What's the thing now, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Mansfield, Northampton. I'm, I'm so glad we've got a week to to go into it because yeah. yeah, they're just going to be so deflated. You're seeing all of them on social media today. The last few hours, thinking like I just can't. They don't know how to process it. Like none of them, like the same as us. We just don't know yeah. how to how to process it. It's so much easier if Barrow had gone and beat us two nil. And we've been awful and we're like, oh, fine, accept it, playoffs. We were awful. We don't deserve it. But because we've gone on Wharton, because another team had done something stupid and ridiculous, it's really hard to actually process that in your head about mm-hmm. actually, but how how do we react to this? And I think... I, I think it goes I'm, one of one of two yeah, ways. Yeah. Either we will lose 5-0 against yeah. Mansfield and yeah. it'll be done and dusted and we'll just, we'll, uh, we'll just be absolutely shot. Or we'll use it as a motivation thing and we'll mm. come out flying and we'll boss it yeah. i don't think there'll be a middle ground where we'll yeah. be like playing like we have been for, you know like for most of the season i think it will mm. either will either be completely gone which would yeah. be understandable as frustrating as it would be or we'll come out completely on it and right we'll show them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think we, so. we've got to get the first goal i think haven't we have first you look look at i'm just i'm just looking at the last five games going into these playoffs we are the form team 
you know, four wins in the draw, mm-hmm. that draw being against Exeter, of course, at home last weekend. Uh, Mansfield have won two, lost one and drawn two. Um, Port Vale have lost three out of five. Swindon have won four and lost one. So, I mean, you know, we are the form team going into it. Yeah. We, we don't or we shouldn't have anything to fear. And and the other thing, and this is the thing that has really helped me kind of get through the pain from, you know, Saturday and what happened. The last five games have been brilliant. Our performances have been great. Everything has clicked and all the stuff that we were moaning about three months ago during January, where we weren't scoring goals, it felt like we were just set piece FC and everyone was saying, oh, we're not, we've not got any attacking threat, all this, that and the other. We've, we've gone and changed that and we've become a team that actually, I mean, look, look at Sam Hoskins' two goals against Barrow. His first one was absolutely lovely, bending it around the defender and then getting it right in the bottom corner. The goalkeeper has got no chance of saving that because of him being blindsided by the defender that is in front of him and then how close and tight into the corner it is. And then the second one, I mean, it's a lovely bit of worked play. It's absolutely lovely. And and Sam hits it first time to just slot it past the keeper. That kind of thing was what wasn't happening for us in January, and we've solved it. Yeah, it's that, th- that attacking movement, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's brilliant. And 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 I know he's not necessarily getting the goals, but Louis Apparet is just you can see he is better than this division. The ball sticks to his feet. He's clever. He look yeah okay. Sometimes he gets bullied off the ball. Sometimes it doesn't quite fall for him. And yet. Yeah, He's not scored as many goals as maybe we would like, certainly what he would probably like at the moment as well. But everything seems to be clicking at the moment. So if we go into the playoffs with that knowledge of we are a good side, we are a really good team at the moment, there's no way that we should be fearing anybody. And, and that's, that's got to give us hope and give us positivity. Yeah. Yeah, you think so. We, the last time we played at Mansfield, we were different, completely different. We had Labala playing. We had Zimba starting because I think mm-hmm. he just scored the week before. We had Lewis in midfield. Completely different outlook. I think. I think we've, what we've got to get away from is playing Hoskins at right back. Like, we've got to find a solution. If if Aaron McGowan ain't playing, we've got to have Hoskins at top. I think because he he is. Right you, you, I know what your solution <laughs> might be, Neil. Uh, but I, I feel well, like we've got to get. Hoskins up there because when he goes to right wing back, it feels, like, it feels like he's wasted now. Yeah, it's the thirteen Agreed. goals this season. What what yeah, a great agree. season he's had. Um, yeah, get him up there. It's been brilliant. It, I was surprised really he didn't has. go in goal. By the way, just to complete his <laughs> yeah, his, it was complete his actually, tour of the positions. Looking back, I'm quite disappointed he didn't. <laughs> just so that he could say that he's played in every <laughs> single position for Northampton Town. That'd be amazing. Um, I, I don't want to. Um, dwell on this or give too much airtime to it um, because obviously well then don't can we have Neil's solution first as well oh yeah Neil's solution what was your solution Neil it's obviously me isn't it yeah, oh okay yeah. get you in get you in <laughs> yeah. yes get me on right with that <laughs> the one thing actually I'll, I'll say this before we move on um, to what I was going to say a minute ago um, one of the most disappointing things about how it ended was that I really wanted us to obviously win the game and go up and then have a mass celebration on the pitch with all the players. And the one thing that I really wanted was to get a photo of Neil with Michael Harriman. <laughs> hey, could happen at Wembley. Oh, yeah, good. He um, played at Wembley, didn't he, last time, Harriman? Yeah, he did. Lucky wing back. Good luck charm. Yeah. Get him in there. Good luck charm. I saw Jake Sharp at halftime. Did you? Mm-hmm. Just as we... I, I, he was just entering the toilet. That sounds weird, wasn't it? <laughs> um, Jake Sharp's bowel movements with Neil. <laughs> he is every 45 minutes, it seems. <laughs> I, I'd imagine it was a lot more on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I feel like we jinxed it because we had a nice chat. We did say, still a bit nervous, not sure what's going to happen. But then we both ended it with saying, see you on the pitch at full time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, was Jake going to go on the pitch? Yeah, oh, man. it was. I tell you what, it was fun on 
on Saturday in in the home end because every so often you'd walk past them and you'd be like, "All right, mate." Yeah, see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The knowing right, nods. Like, right, mate. Yeah. There was a, right, a, a Tom Cliff was telling me. So Tom was a, Tom was sat with the directors because of the fact that he wanted to make sure that as many fans got tickets. So he rather than taking a, an away ticket for himself, he hey, he and used, he is a director. Yeah, he used. The one and only time that he has done, he used his um, thing to to go in the director's lounge or boardroom, whatever it's called. And he just said, so he was sat with uh, Kelvin Thomas and he just said, every now and again, somebody, a Cobblers fan would just walk past and give, they'd, they'd give each other a knowing nod. <laughs> <laughs> just just literally lounge. what it was like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who did I see? I saw uh, Alex Butcher was in there. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He was in there with his mate. Out of jovial chat with each other as we all put on northern accents <laughs> uh, tom townsend was in there oh yeah 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 a couple of his mates up there it was nice it was giles from the patrons oh yeah yeah stood behind me uh, all, all of these people now banned from barrow next time they go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Name names. listen <laughs> if you can get banned from barrow yeah yeah a couple an older couple who were cobblers fans they didn't really dare speak yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure who they were, but they kept looking and like thumbs up and stuff. But they, oh, they wouldn't nice. say a word. Oh, oh, that's good. That's really nice. I like that. Oh, I'm so gutted. I'm so gutted. I was watching it, thinking like, I'm. You know, when there's very few away fans that go, which means you know pretty much half of them. And I'm like sat here watching on iPad, going, I just want it so badly for all mm-hmm. these people who have gone up there. And like, and you know, from our Slack was really quiet because a lot of them were there. Um, just getting a couple of messages during the game and stuff from people who are there and you just you just want it so bad for people and it's just gutting it's so gutting it was gutting um so very very quickly i just want to get your take on what's been happening on social media since in terms of now obviously there's been an awful lot and we 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 talked about the the fact that scunthorpe fielded a young team uh and and basically rolled down and, and and let their bellies get tickled or whatever the yeah. phrase was uh, that was used. Um, I don't know how I feel about, A, lots of Bristol Rovers fans have been in my comments and in the podcast Twitter comments over the weekend. Now, we, we've just ignored them because we're not going to get into any kind of argument or anything like that. And, and congratulations to Bristol Rovers, I'll say that. I know I've got a couple of friends who are Bristol Rovers fans and we've obviously spoken to both Kaz and Luce of the her game too. Um, can we movement. caveat that? You, you can. Congratulations, yes, to Bristol Rovers <laughs> and all of their supporters and you know the mm-hmm. ones we've spoken to and stuff. Absolutely not congratulations to Joey Barton, oh. who is an absolute massive dickhead. Yes, I, I, I concur. <sighs> Second the worst person to lose it to. It? Yeah, um, their fans deserve it fine. They deserve yeah. it. Over, look, they finished third over the season. They deserve yeah. it. Fair play to them. Well done. Hell of a result on Saturday. Joey Barton is and will always be massive massive prick <laughs> but, and he's do still not got, edit that out and he still gets the attention from the media that he wants so badly like they ignore everything that he's done before like you're doing now yeah. you're giving it to him yeah 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 but this is exactly it. he's got them that that thing of his people at the sky or bbc or whatever mm. they're drawn to the joey barton story because he's joey barton like ignoring everything else about all his allegations that have been against him or whatever all the things he's said and all the the stuff about the Holocaust that you said and all this. It's just, it's bizarre. It's so strange. It is. I mean, so we've had a lot of, you know, comments that I, I've seen. And it's basically, I, I don't get it. Celebrate your achievement. Why Why are we getting P- Bristol Rovers fans coming in and laughing at us? Oh, I don't I, get it. I, it's I don't get it. Isn't it? It's, it's, it's modern how, society yeah, now. Is, yeah. but it's, it's I pe- saw it as well. I'm, I'm just like, that. that's the one thing that I don't get. I mean, I've not, risen to it because it, it's pointless and I don't see you know if you give them the reaction then that's what they're looking for and that's what they want and that's what some Cobblers fans have, have done over the weekend is is they have risen to it and basically given them a way to be laughed at which is just You'd understand silly. it if they beat us yeah but they've not and and I just kind of look at it and just go and the other thing and I've noticed this just before we, we came on I was just on Twitter and the thing is is that because of the way that the algorithm works you start seeing things that your followers have liked or your followers have commented on and stuff like that. But this Bristol Rovers fan, there was one account that has actually gone onto one of our Facebook groups 
and has screenshotted somebody's kind of, you know, mini rant about how, you know, Scunthorpe <laughs> should be investigated or the game should be replayed and stuff. And don't get me wrong, the guy's guy, the, the, the Bristol Rovers fan here has got a point because whoever it was, I don't know, but it said the match should be replayed because essentially of the pitch invasion and they therefore knew how many goals they needed because our game had finished and et cetera, et cetera. The point being that they're then laughing at it and saying, well, if we replay the game, are we supposed to just pretend that we don't know that you won 3-1 and that we need to win 7-0? I don't, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. But why are you going on to a cobbler's forum, Facebook group, hashtag, whatever, and searching out these things to then to then laugh at? Go and celebrate your achievement, yeah. for God's think- sake. The club didn't know they tweeted, oh, we did as much as we could do onto the playoffs. And there was like loads of Bristol Rovers fans in the comments saying, cry more. And like, yeah. Things like that. And I'm like, yeah. these must be like 12-year-old kids at home. Yeah. Like, in their, their, in their jelly and ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And like, cry more. All right. Yeah, cheers. All, All right. right. Thanks, Thanks very much. Cheers. Enjoy your <laughs> celebrating. Were you on another club's Twitter feed saying, cry more? Yeah. I mean... It's just... Yeah. I mean, we'd probably do the same. Though, can, I, can I Can I just... just for the positivity side of it, because I guarantee you that there will be a Bristol Rovers fan that decides to listen to this podcast to basically, so that they can try and take something that we say and use it against. So they can reply and, and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so they can do exactly that. But one thing that I absolutely did, because obviously we, we follow uh, Kaz and uh, Lucy Ford, who, as I said, the Her Game 2 co-founders uh, on Twitter. And some of the pictures of the celebrations that happened in Bristol I'm, I'm Danny. I, I'm surprised you didn't just lock your door and go oh, down into your basement so you couldn't hear anything. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Players on top of lampposts in the, in the city centre. All of this I it looks amazing. I, 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 I honestly, I don't think I've looked this week. I haven't Have seen not? any of it yet. Fair yeah, enough. I haven't seen any oh. of the goals? Nothing. I haven't even watched our goals. Oh yeah, on a, go and watch our goals, Neil. Seriously. No, well, I, to be fair, Beautiful. Sam Hoskins put them on Instagram, so I saw his too. Beautiful um, brace. Yeah, lovely finishes, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to relive it again. Thank you. No, uh, fair I'm enough. To, I'm on to next yeah. week now. Absolutely. Well, look, um, we'll go into next week in a moment, but we'll just take a little bit of a break so that you can all breathe deep and uh, not, nobody. What, you have to, <laughs> no one's been breathing. Crime, it's the new rule. That's you have to listen to your podcast. You don't have to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> just take a deep breath, and we'll be back in a minute. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers <laughs> to Me. That was longer than I thought. <laughs> Literally held, made Daddy hold his breath for about five minutes there. Thank you, Danny. Um, well and a mask done. on as well. Uh, yeah. Um, I, normally, we, we well, we're going to dip into your, into your post back, Neil, first oh. off. Um, so let's hear from my terrace buddy and person that gave me a ticket, basically, to go to Barrow. And I want to thank him again, uh, Malcolm. <coughs> it's time to read your letters out, but things have changed, so listen out. If you want to write about Northampton Town, You'll need to write this next bit down. Just have a rant or just some fun at podcast at cobblers to me.com. No matter if we lose or win, send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. Yes, time to dip in to Neil's sack and find out what you've got to say about all things Northampton Town, you can, of course, send us your thoughts to podcast at cobblers2me.com or find us on social media where we're at cobblers2me on both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, so, Neil? Uh, it's a mildly bulging sack this week. Mm-hmm. I think we've had a, a quieter week uh, due to the events 
that unfolded. Um, but Neil Eisenhower has sent us in. What a name, by the way. Brilliant name. Love Neil it. Eisenhower. Oh. Uh, so he says, uh, however the next couple of weeks unfold, it's been a pleasure discovering the It's All Cobblers to Me podcast and in some way reconnecting with my old hometown club. I was at Wembley in 97 and hope some of that spirit seems, can see the cobblers rise again. Yes. And of Leads course, me to ask, where is Neil Eisenhower based? It's a good question. I don't know the answer to that, unfortunately, but it's a great question. He raises a very good point. Now, obviously, um, we're hosting the, the Wembley 97 reunion event at Sixfields <laughs> on Friday the 20th of May. <laughs> Um, interesting one could be awkward <laughs> could be awkward <laughs> hopefully it's going to be amazingly positive and uh brilliant uh, just, just that we've just lost the semi-final to mansfield and we're just talking about a final we won at wembley oh, i mean i'm sure it'll still be great it will be great it'll, of course it will be i mean imagine if we've won the playoff semi-final as well it'll be an absolute party oh it if we've be. won the playoff semi-final i will wear my spangly jacket Oh, yes. Come on. Get you that in there. You keep promising me this. You keep changing That's, the terms and conditions of you wearing this is it, your, This is your final terms and conditions. Right, okay. If we win and make it to Wembley, I will wear the Spangly jacket. <laughs> uh, speaking of as well, the um, cheese rolling championships has been oh, delayed. Yes. That's delayed. 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 Still delayed. on the cards. Delay it. Still a, a few organisational issues. A child ran away from my, with our cheese. <laughs> In a Stone Island jacket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stone Island, Island, Charles. Um, right. right, we've got one from Robert Butcher. He yes. wants to question, question the rules and regulations. Oh. So how could it be right that there are rules for the Mickey Mouse Pizza Cup about teams fielding a certain number of first-team regulars that EFL games on decisive final day of the season, Scunthorpe, can play their youth squad? Zero integrity in the league competition is apparently acceptable. It's one of the. I mean, Scunthorpe fans have been saying that they've been basically playing that same team for the last three games. That's been de- debunked. Yeah, I would say kind of. Uh, yeah. Someone compared their last two teams, and it's like that's not the same, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a there is a rule. Big Joe Nuttall was um, in there, though, wasn't he? Big Joe Nuttall yeah, was well, in there. That <laughs> mean it's, that's not surely not a first team, is it? If he's in there, <laughs> it's not um, a youth team, though, is it? <laughs> there is a section. There is a, in in the in the. I've got some EFL regulations for you. Oh. Oh, regulate section it. section five fixtures oh favorite point section two, point 24 requirement to play full strength sides in league matches point 24.1 each club shall play its full strength in all matches played under the auspices if that i don't know how to pronounce that word but we'll go with it uh, of the league unless some satisfactory reason is given it's a bit that's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit yeah. tenuous so, uh, um... In the event of the explanation not being deemed satisfactory, the board shall refer the matter to the disciplinary commission, which has the power to impose such penalties as it shall think fit. Guidance. From the fourth Thursday in March, <laughs> any team sheet for a league game should include at least 10 outfield players who featured on the team sheet for the league game before. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, I think, look, nothing's going to change, nothing's going to happen. No. I would question... Uh, my view here is Scunthorpe can actually look, they're going down to the conference. They can and should be able that if they feel like playing their youth team is best for their team and their club moving forward, they should be able to do that. I would question the integrity of the competition point though. In yeah, terms that, of that, that's exactly got, it, isn't it? It's, you've got to be fair integrity. to other teams like, in the league. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can talk about like the legal bits and pieces and what, what the wording is all you want, but there is like literally the integrity of, the league, it, yeah, and, it, and also it, it, actually, I feel sorry for the the, the you know the, the yeah. under eighteen players that played for Scunthorpe. But why? I mean, he was there at Bristol ten thousand odd or however many there was, and mm-hmm. yeah. must have been a hell of an atmosphere. Like that's probably going to ruin some of their careers. They probably won't come back from that. Does no, none of them any good at all? And that's that's no. basically a cop out from Keith Hill as well because he's not throwing any of the players that got him in that position in, out there on the last day to be. But to, like they, they should have suffered that. I mean, I'm quite happy if Scunthorpe play. They're, they're crap, aren't they? Like they've had oh, they're terrible. Season. I'm more than happy if they've gone and thrown the first team out there and they've got beat seven nil because that's the team that's been playing all season. And you expect it. I mean, we said it last week that we're we're looking at it thinking Bristol Rovers could beat Scunthorpe seven nil because they're shit. Um, but throwing a load of what this first year scholar in goal and all this kind of thing, it just it mm. it, it, it leaves a bit of taste. And it does. It 
you know, it's not going to be changed or anything. It's not going to be there. But if that happens Let's in the Premier, if that, that happens in the Premier League, there's absolute uproar isn't there because yeah. of the money involved. But because it's um, this kind of situation in League Two, it's it's going to get brushed over because Joey Barton's in charge and all that. So. Yeah, let's hope that Scunthorpe drop again. No, National, yeah, National League North. And well, then... pro- I mean, they've got no money, have they? So they probably will. That's the thing. And by all accounds, <laughs> they're not coming back up. Their youth team's crap. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Nuttall's playing up front for them. That's, that's punishment enough. Brilliant. Uh, what a career. Look, um, I know we're coming towards the end of the season, but we have got the playoffs. So if you've got an opinion on the Cobblers or a question for us, then send them our way to podcast at cobblers to me.com or at cobblers to me on social media. Right. Um, yes, Danny. Nothing. I was just, just Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Charles, I actually have got something. Go on then, mate. No, I'm kidding again. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Before we talk about actual trophy. Yes being awarded to a cobbler side at the weekend. Let's just talk very quickly. Oh, Neil just collapsed. Um, <laughs> Neil's not holding his breath again. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, obviously, the playoffs are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday night, we mentioned it, Mansfield away in the first leg and then at home in the second leg. Um, we will do a preview show. That will come out on Friday as per normal. However... I just want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Are you are you ready to talk about it in any way, shape, or form? Yet? Oh yeah, I yeah? moved on from Fat. what happened. Absolutely, yeah. You moved on to the playoffs. Neil's booked I'm... a caravan in Mansfield. <laughs> that's another, that isn't look. Mansfield's another place. I think that we're just passing. Uh, uh, we we all know what what, what uh, Dawn thinks of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chelsea's well. Um, I yeah, fun. I'm. Fully over now. It's done. It's what, it's what happens in football. These things happen. It's horrible. Mm. Oh, but Charles. Oh, Sorry, chance, Danny. Right? No, I've got something. Have you really? Yeah, I've got, yeah, yeah. I've Promise? Got yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Do you know what Mansfield means as well? You're talking about the preview show. That I means we get, we get Craig and Clive back. We do get Craig and Clive Round back. Two. I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> that comedy admit, Joe. Get him in. I must admit, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, so, obviously, this time around, we get to play the home leg second. Yes. I, yes, Charles. I, yes. <laughs> Well, the mechanics out. of the playoffs have been <laughs> yeah, so it works. Thank you. <laughs> but it's the first time since um, '98 that yes. we've been able to have it that way around. All the others have mm. always been home leg first, away leg second. Mm. Now, Ooh. Bristol Rovers again. The other, the issue that I've got, and this is the thing that terrifies me, is <laughs> that in all of the home legs that we've had, where we've had the home leg first, we either lose or draw. No, no. And then what we do is we go away from home and have an absolute stormer to to then make it to mm. Wembley. That's been how it's happened the last two times. I'm really uh, worried uh, about it being the other way around. I don't uh, know why. No, 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 I'm not. I'm going to bring you up, pull you up on that, Charles. Okay. Ooh, I know you like on. me pulling you up with a, I, I with love a fun it. fact. Nice uh, pulling something. I'm going to bring to the table Cheltenham Town. Yes. Where we won the first leg at Sixfields 1-0. With little Roy O'Donovan. Remember him? Oh, Roy O'Donovan. Yeah. Do you know what? Gone? For some reason, I had it in my head that that, that was nil-nil and then it was oh, Luke no. Gottridge's Stormer. Thunder Bastard. Yeah. Thunder Bastard. Thunder Bastard. No, we, yeah. we won the first leg 1-0 and then oh, they okay. missed the penalty, didn't they? Quite early on in the oh, second. Of course, yeah. I'm going to make a bold prediction, Charles. Oh, Steve Bold. Go on. Steve Bold. <laughs> yep. Get him in. If yep. we... We will not lose to Mansfield at home. Oh, God. For fuck's sake. We won't. We won't lose to Mansfield at home, so it all relies on how we perform in the first leg. We could be out of it. We could lose 5-1 in the first leg, in which case we still might be at home, but it won't be enough. (laughs) Oh, well, you don't... Well, look, Positive. I'm confident. Stay, positive. Stay, all I want is stay in the game. That's that's the that's no, the key. I think no, I reckon we go out there and we 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 go for the kill in both. I don't eyes. know. I, I've got a, I've got a feeling that we go a little bit too short to, to make keep it tight at Mansfield. No, I've got a feeling that we go. No, that's how it goes wrong, Danny. That's how it goes wrong. No, I know it does, but that's what I'm fearing. I think we're going full Calderwood in the first leg. No, we're not. Uh, we'll play on the and break. Full, full we'll break. break. <laughs> John will go like right, Colin. You take the first leg. I'll have the second. <laughs> <laughs> we'll lose maybe nil nil or lose one nil. Call it a John. That's why they do it. And then John will get the second leg and we'll win three nil. Okay. All right. Now I've got confidence in him. I, I I've got a lot too. more a lot more confidence now. So they were the last team to yeah. beat us, weren't they? When we were mm. pretty awful when we played them up yeah, there. I've yeah, I've got confidence. Yeah, look, Mansfield, they're, look, they're all right. Uh, I would say Bristol Rovers are a better team 
Yeah, Mansfield, Exeter are a better team than Mansfield. Much better. We're yeah, a better team like, than Mansfield. We I'm are a better. Team. Obviously, it's it's two separate games and it's it's two one-off games. Yes. Really, but it's you know we are the better team, so we should have confidence. You know, we've got twenty-one clean sheets. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. we've got, um, 1, and we're scoring goals now. Let's have three more, please. We've got one thousand six hundred tickets to the Oilers, haven't we? I think I saw today. Yep. Good. So that's, uh, that should be decent. That'll be sorted. And the sevens get in free if you can. Hey, lovely stuff. Scunthorpe team in there. <laughs> well done Danny brilliant um, right then we'll as I said do a full preview show later in the week um, looking forward to that one but Danny yes I know you're looking forward to this I'm looking Come on. forward to this um, when I say NTFC women you say champions champions ah yes get that in there Absolutely. That, that turned the weekend mood around, didn't it? Oh, yes, didn't it, Josh? Oh, yes. So what happy. a result. I was a little bit concerned about the Lincoln game because they're quite a decent side. Last thing to beat us. They were. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's not going to be this weekend. But it was. Top of the league. We were having, we meet the, it's important to say we've beaten Rise Park 11 1 on Thursday. Was it 11 1 in the end? It was, I think. Two, yeah. two. I lost. <laughs> I to lost get count, to, lost to go to go top, which was insane. I mean, does um, that mean does that mean that Scunthorpe are better than Rise Park? Oh uh, no, <laughs> not any, I think Rise Park could beat them. I do. I do. I, I, the incredible thing is Rise Park may not go down still. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a team worse than them in the table. Um, but oh, what a what a great afternoon for them. I mean, seeing the pictures this afternoon on the oh, Twitter feed and stuff, it's so good for Lou and Josh get that moment finally after I think they were doing pretty well in the league that got in the season that got curtailed they were on the way to getting promoted I think for whatever reason the, the leagues were rejigged and everything and they've had to start again almost but same group of players we're so happy for these this group it's been it's been we, a journey uh, and they've got finally got I mean, they've got the cup a couple of weeks ago but they've finally got something that they can see that they've got at the end of this it's been what a journey what a great what, and uh, I get the feeling it's the first step as well like keep that squad together and Let's go for it because there's no reason why we can't attack. Pod incoming. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're going to get the yeah, get on as many as yeah, we can. What I was going to say, get him live to sing <sighs> number five, please. Yeah, That'd be brilliant, yeah. Wouldn't two it? games to spare though as well. So maybe at the end of their season. Yeah, yeah. Wait till the season's over. Get him yeah, which is but yeah, party time tour, party tour now. You're right as well. Those yeah. those the, the pictures and the scenes were great to see, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, so wonderful. I, I particularly enjoyed seeing them all jumping on each other. Um, where they all do the pylon. That's the words I was pylon. 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 Time for pylon. Pylon. It's. I tell you what. I tell you what. You know, not to detract from you know, this achievement, but it's the second time on on Sunday at Harpole Plainfields that there were such celebrations and scenes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, Harpole under twelves gained promotion. Woohoo! Not quite as good achievement. As <laughs> I believe uh, I believe your lad got an assist, didn't he? A lovely, lovely through ball. It was. There you go. There you go. Little parental thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen um, the picture? Sorry, I don't want to detract no, away from from that. Well, no. which is a great achievement in itself. But you should. <laughs> Have you seen the picture in the? In, I think it must have been pinned up in the dressing room somewhere of the mountain. The with the cobbler's badge on it that's clearly been moved up over time. I think no, on, I haven't. It was on Lou's, it was on Lou's Twitter pit, on Lou's Twitter feed, um, and they've got a, they've basically got a mountain with a number of points by the side of it, and obviously goes up and up and up, and they've clearly been moving the badge up uh, as the season's gone on. That's and they've got a list of their opponents there that they're ticking off, and yeah, it's like like a war sheet. But, um, well, just massive congratulations to them. I'm, I'm I've sad. Got one of those. <laughs> Underwater. <laughs> Poor old Rice Park. Uh, Leave him alone. Uh, but we're going up. We're going up into going up. to the old. Uh, I think, by my calculations, it's the National League Division One Midlands. It will be okay. Where such giants as Doncaster Rovers Bells, who used to be a very oh, wow. big thing in the women's game, they did. Um, dropped down a couple of divisions. They're they're in that division at the moment. They're still potentially going up, but. Also got Leak, Leak Town is in there. Leak Town. Leak Town. Leafield Athletic. Solly Hall Malls. And that blue lot from down the no. road. They're oh. in there. Hey. But this was one of the things, wasn't it? Do you remember? Because Peterborough got moved up in that 
yeah. whole shake-up of the divisions. It wasn't a promotion that they earned necessarily. And no. we'd already beaten them twice that season. Mm-hmm. And we'd actually managed to play uh, them twice before the season was curtailed and stopped. And yet they got moved up and we didn't. Um, yeah. So... That's nothing to fear. Six easy points next year. Oh, I mean, and they've beaten teams points. from they've beaten teams from that division in the cup and stuff, haven't they? I think there's uh, and just looking forward to there being good challenges next season because yeah. they've they've clearly been in games like Thursday night against Rice Park where they've it's been completely one sided and it's not really that fun. I don't think I can mm. imagine. Um, hey, what though? If they are up against that blue lot twice next year. You know, yeah, we could be as the men, I should say, could be as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Four games again. Get them. I'll tell you what. Double header it. Oh, yes. Double header it. Oh, yes. Imagine that. Both. Both. Get get them done at Sixfields and London Road or wherever they bloody play these days. What would you do? 12 12 o'clock kickoff for the ladies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That'd be brilliant. That's a little. Be steaming. Could Could we actually do the men first? Yeah, get that because, because just, actually get that out of the way, way then we'll watch a win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your point, yeah. Uh, Charles, can I just read the record out? Because it's something else. Yes, of course um, you can. 16 games played this season. 14 wins. Oh. Two draws. Oh. Zero defeats. What amazing. None. No defeats. None. Bugger all. Zero zip. <laughs> Zilch. How many, Danny? None. Oh. Scored. Ooh. 70 goals. Flipping oh, 70. Yeah. Conceded in 16 games. Conceded eight. Wow. Eight. That, by my calculations, Charles. Yes. One every two games. <laughs> yes, yeah, well done. Uh, quick math. I did that on the spot. Quick maths on the spot. Yeah. Love it. What's, what's the goal difference then? Uh, 62. Well Plus 62, done. I think. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Maths with Danny. Maths with Danny. Can mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking at the league table like you are now. We we know we're very free scoring and it's it's lovely, but I've just noticed mm. here that we're not actually the top scorers in the division. No, no, Lincoln, Lincoln United, United have scored eighty eight goals. Yeah. Well they didn't score any on Sunday, did they? They did not. They did not. Eighty eight goals. I mean, essentially what we've got to do now is Slugs. the last two games. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> in the last two games, you know you know what you've got to do, NTFC women. You've got you've got yeah, to make up that goal difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've, come on. You've got, you've got to outscore Lincoln. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and if you do, well, I would like to see a picture of every single player holding a slug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, to be fair, they're playing Leicester City LFC first team next. Oh, Who okay. can I read their record for you, John? You can no, go you for it, mate. Uh, yeah. Played 17, won one, drew one, lost 15, scored 15 goals. Oh. Conceded 128. Oh, God. Okay. So, uh, there we go. Uh, uh, sorry, that's uh, who, who we're playing next. Yes, that's who we're playing next. Yes. We're playing them before, uh, while Lincoln play Orty Bridge. That hasn't even just... got ding-dong potential. Right? That's no. just got ding-ding. <laughs> ding, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 90 minutes ding, of ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's brilliant. Yes, well done to everyone oh. connected to NTFC Women. It has been such an honour being able to chat about you every single week about how good it is that you've been how successful that they've been just how wonderful it is to see all of the hard work over the last what three years just paying off in spectacular fashion so from all of us here to everyone at NTFC Women including of course our very own Abby Bruin who we are so proud to sponsor and have done for the last two seasons it is going to be absolutely fantastic to see you in the league above and we can't fourth wait for tier. it. Fourth tier. Just brilliant. Wasn't it? it last week was Newcastle when they, they, yeah, they yeah. played there in front of 22,000 fans at um, St. James's Park. Yeah, They're in the fourth tier, tier, aren't they? They are, yeah, in one of them. Yeah, it's still regionalised. So that's Yeah, it's still regionalised. But I mean, that's the standard yeah, yeah, that we're now up to. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you so the, much. The dogs just going mad outside. Oh, is there a Bristol Rovers fan out there? Spotted oh, the celebrations. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be what it is. Well, look, there you go. Thank you very much for listening. Really enjoyed that. I hope you've enjoyed it too, and and we've helped to somewhat get you back in the mood for more football. As I said earlier on, we'll be speaking to a couple of Mansfield fans on the preview show on Friday as we look ahead to the first leg of the playoffs. Um, Thanks so much for listening, as you have done throughout the season. And remember, if you do enjoy the podcast, 
if you'd like to help us uh, help support us in any way shape or form then you can do the best way to do it is to obviously listen and if you can do it then join the fan club on patreon where you'll get access to even more podcasts and also that community on slack that we talk about every single week uh, to sign up go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me and help support the podcast from just two pounds a month we'll be back on friday thanks for listening up the cobbles there's the cup there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages the cobblers are going through into division one bring them on because we deserve it podcast is a proud member of the fan hub 100 football without fans support the podcast on patreon by joining the it's all cobblers to me fan club every month you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our meet the staff series hear our player interviews before anyone else and be invited to regular meetups By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.